Good morning, everyone. Well, at least it's morning here when I'm recording this. This is the long-awaited podcast episode, and I never thought that I would record something like this. Um, but alas, we're here. And before we get into the topic, which is hinge dating, actually going through the dating cycle post college. Before we get into that entire subject, I'm going to do the high-low buffalo segment that I always do so that I can ease into the topic. <laughs> so from the past week, my high was I went to the most interesting and like fun dinner last night. I went to two of them. So at UCLA, we have this tradition every single year called Dinner with 12 Strangers. And you basically meet 12 UCLA Bruins that you've never met, preferably. And you have dinner with them. You get to know them. And it's from all ages. It's it's alumni to people in college still. And it's really cool. I've never done it before. This is my first time. And I definitely want to do it again. Really last-minute decision to do this. But it was in Brooklyn. It was a 45-minute subway track <laughs> i don't even know what i'm trying to say like it took me 45 minutes to get there and i went with tiff my roommate and we just literally an hour before the event decided to go and it was at an architect's home and it was so fun i got free sushi and it was hand done handmade by the wife of the architect. The food was so good. It was traditional Japanese food. There's dessert. There was a charcuterie board. It was so yummy. There was red wine, white wine, milk tea, sparkling water. It was just so good. And let me just say, if you love homes and home construction, home decor, like all of that, you should check out Architects Homes because they you know, all their life have been working on other people's homes. And when it comes to their own home, they really know how to like put a lot of detail and attention to things that you wouldn't even think of. And they really push the boundary of like what you could do with a home. And it was like so cool. This like home was like, you know, living in New York is already expensive, but like this was a four, three, four story home with a trampoline, a rock climbing wall, a freaking piece of a tree in the entire apartment. It was just so well done. The stairs were, there's concrete stairs, there's also wood stairs, and then there's a part of the staircase that was like clear glass. So like you can look down and see the lower floors. The walls were, some of the walls were painted complete black. Like it was just insane and I loved it so much. So that was my high. And for my low, I went also another last minute decision but saturday i went out for the day and i got back pretty late like 10 30 and my friends were planning to go out out and i was really like in between whether or not i should go out but you know they convinced me they're like it'll be fun and we won't go out for too late and we went to wiggle room which is a club in east village the line was so long it was so cold outside 
and like I was wearing a puffer jacket but like the wind was just going straight through it and I just felt a draft like around my chest area which was not fun at all and we waited in line for like an hour um before we got in and then once we got in the music sucked not no offense to anyone who likes techno but I just cannot dance to techno techno is like music I would put in the background if I were doing work and I'm not trying to like you know vibe and dance and whatever and I tried really hard to not make myself seem like I wasn't enjoying the music and like the environment in general it's just so crowded and usually when I go to clubs like I won't care that it's crowded like I will actually move towards the crowd and I'll try to get into crowded areas so that you know I'm where like the party is at but in this scenario it was just so apparent to me how crowded it was and like stuffy everything was so I felt really nervous because I was scared I was going to have like a panic attack because I'm claustrophobic so that was not fun and I was also joining a friend group so I was like the plus one in a way me not having a good time is just really I felt like was not a good idea because you know I'm not the person that they're there for like I was just tagging along and I really didn't want to ruin that group's night so I just didn't say anything but yeah so that was my experience on Saturday it was one of the worst going out nights I've ever had in New York I just really wanted to get back home as soon as possible and I didn't end up getting back to like 3 a.m so uh <laughs> and for Buffalo this one's super short and just really random, but I was in the subway on the way back from the 12 Strangers dinner. And this is one of those, like, you know, only in New York stories. Tiff and one of the f- girls that we had met at the dinner, we were all sitting in the subway on the way back. And some homeless people, like two of them, I think one of them was like, he had a trailing smell. And it was just like really bad. Just It was hard to like sit in that subway train and I think he was like shitting himself because he had like a bag underneath his pants and then there was a girl who was at the corner and she was like crouching down she started peeing and there's just like pee running down the side of the the cart um it was just such a very New York very weird experience and yeah that was my buffalo Now on to the really fun part. <laughs> Let me just say, like I said, this was just an experiment. I downloaded Hinge for some context uh, less than a week ago, and I'm ready to delete the app. I'm ready to delete my profile from Hinge. I am tired, and you'll see exactly why. I'll go into more of it in a second. Um, more context, I haven't dated. It's been a year and a half I think exactly a year and a half since I've last dated someone like properly dated someone it's been I started dating again like you know meeting people testing things out talking to people six months ago I want to say six five months ago so yeah I already went through the whole the talking first date phase and like figuring that out again and 
before those six months, I intentionally decided not to date anybody. I was just trying to enjoy my senior year. I wanted to focus on myself, have fun, maximize my college experience. So I really avoided guys. I did not look at anyone that way. Yeah, so that's a little bit of context. But last week I downloaded Hinge. My friends helped me create my profile. I will probably post a whole video about this. And you guys will see like that whole process. So check that out on YouTube whenever it comes out. I did this just for like shits and googles to see what it's like and just to like date strangers because in the past I was dating mutuals so I had a lot of context on the type of person but in this case obviously these are people I don't know at all and I could totally be caught off guard learn about things about these people that I wouldn't have expected so I went through that experience and now you guys are fully benefiting by getting to hear exactly what happened But yeah, so I was talking to a few people at the same time. I think like four or five people at the same time. And I pick and chose the people that I decided to talk to because some of them didn't start the conversation first, but I wasn't that attractive or into them, so I never started anything. And then there's some people that talked to me first. I talked to everyone who talked to me first. And then there's some people that I found more attractive and I was into more so... I would talk to them first. Yeah, so I'll just go through different scenarios that I had. So one of the scenarios was like someone that talked to me first. They started the conversation like very meh, <laughs> like boring, like basically saying hi. And this happened like basically Saturday night when I was out at the club and I was just like not having a good time. And he was not having a good time as well and he was at a bar that he didn't like so we were like bonding over that experience and then he sent me his phone number so then we kept talking there um over message but then my phone died so then the next day i ended up continuing the message and then he ghosted me and i was just like so confused like and this happens a lot apparently on dating apps and i learned this very quickly because you know, it just kept happening and you'll see in a second. But like, I really don't have friends that had ever used dating apps or used it frequently enough to give me advice. So like, I was really going into this very much alone. There's that. And it confused me a lot because I was like, why would you give me your phone number, text me like one or two times, and then like, I continue it the next day. But then you don't even continue it and no it wasn't I don't think it was because he was like too drunk or something because we t started texting at like 6 p.m so it's like you weren't drink like he definitely wasn't drunk at six I don't think some context but yeah this guy he's in IB investment banking he's around my age he went to college in the east coast and he was just very normal I mean I don't know and he's six foot something six foot three inches uh, and no, I don't have a height requirement where like they have to be at least six foot. Like most girls, I actually prefer if they're shorter than six feet because I'm five foot tall and I don't want a tower. I like I don't want to be dating a tower. There's a lot of awkward things with dating people who are like really tall when you're really short. I don't get why girls like are obsessed with dating really tall guys because it's just really awkward for me. But anyways, 
side note, another one that was like notable. He talked to me first, I think he was 5'10", 5'11". Okay, so the first guy was black. This guy is Middle Eastern. I think he was also in business as well. I can't remember. He was very normal. His profile, like very typical, bro-y. He had really good fashion sense, which was a perk. I really like when guys dress well. I really like people who are able to banter back and forth are like pretty flirtatious and he responded to one of my prompts and one of my prompts was uh two truths and a lie and one of the two truths and the lie was that i can fly planes and he basically was like whether or not i could fly a plane and i said i can't fly a plane and he's like damn how are we gonna get anywhere and i was like yeah i know it's a deal breaker The way I'm saying this is so weird. (laughs) But then he asked me what I was looking for. And I said, I'm looking for a long-term relationship, but I don't know if it's going to be through a dating app that I find someone. Like, I'm just testing dating apps right now. So eventually the conversation, like, led to, you know, how long we want to stay in New York and where we want to settle down. And I was saying, like, I don't really want to settle down in New York for sure. I would consider California to settle down but I'm also really interested in just traveling a lot. And he was saying, oh, where do you want to travel? And then this is where things got a little bit weird because he said, maybe I'll follow you, wingy face. And that comment (laughs) by itself was just a little bit too much for me for many reasons. And one being, I just don't like when the winky face is actually used, like seriously used in conversation and not as like a joke. When he said, maybe I'll follow you, I like just don't find that attractive. I just don't want somebody to follow me and I don't want to follow somebody else. So like I really was just like a little bit creeped out about it. So then that was where like I drew the line and I ended up doing something that I know is pretty hypocritical. I just ghosted him. And I'm over here, like, talking about how I don't like when people ghost me, but I ghosted him for that reason. The last story, the cherry on the top. I matched with somebody else who's talked to me first. He definitely had the best conversation with me. He did a really good job of not making things awkward and, like, keeping it really fun. One of the prompts on my profile is my love language is free food. And he responded to it and said, when can I provide the free food? That pretty much just led me to just continue it by choosing a date and a time for us to meet. Because at this point, I was just like, I kind of just want to go on a date. And I really don't like texting people, especially when I barely know them because there's not a lot of chemistry you can have over text message I think and I'd rather just meet a person in person and then text from there because then we have like context to build off of so we were pretty much trying to plan the date and we agreed on Friday both of us are pretty unresponsive to each other we would text like once or twice each day and then it was like Wednesday when he like stopped texting me or messaging me on the app and then Thursday the entire day he just didn't respond to me so then I was like uh like he just 
probably just ghosted me and like things didn't work out which is kind of weird but like whatever and then friday i was just like is this happening like it was just weird because it was supposed to happen on friday so then i was like did he actually ghost me or are we actually going to hang out so then friday i just kept my expectations like extremely low and i was just like it's not happening tonight and i'm going to hang out with my friends like it's not gonna happen and then four ish p.m he like texts me and he's like are you he actually dms me because i have instagram and he says like are we still down for tonight and i was like yeah i'm down which is so annoying because it was so last minute and men just like not all men i'm not trying to stereotype but most men from my experience so far just do everything so last minute (laughs) both of us were just so stubborn and we did not want to cave in to each other's like suggestions because he wanted me to meet him in brooklyn which is a trek but then i wanted him to meet me in manhattan preferably my area and that's a trek for him and we were pretty much like being really stubborn about it and it was kind of interesting to me because i was like thinking to myself if we're going to play a game of who will put in the less effort for each other like i will definitely win (laughs) i have a track record of putting in minimal effort for guys so we went back and forth and this is like really late into the night we get to like nine o'clock and we agreed to meet at 9 30 and like he texts me and he's like yeah so i won't be able to do 9.30. I'll basically be able to do 10. But then he was like, but 10 might not actually work because I barely just got back home. And he like finally explained why he's been not responding and why he's like pushing the plans back. And he was like, I literally just got back from work. I've been swamped all week. And I was like, damn, that's actually so sad. I obviously don't know whether or not he's putting on an act or if he actually was like, busy from work this entire week and also it's hard for me to like take it fully because sending a text really doesn't take that long like I've had days where I've been so swamped so busy but like I still find time to like text people and give them one or two minutes of my time it's really not that hard to send a message so I don't really know if I can take that as a proper excuse but yeah anyways so then it's like around 9 30 ish And we're just going back and forth and he's taking forever to respond. Like I have my ringer on, so I'm like responding really fast because I'm just like, what is happening tonight? I can't just wait around for you. And then he's like taking like 10, 15 minutes to respond, which is really annoying when you're kind of, you know, waiting around and trying to make plans with somebody. Long story short, he ends up saying, I'm just so tired. Mikey and Tiff sends him a voice memo because they're drunk i was playing puzzles with them we were doing a drunk game night and they were playing puzzles and they wanted to like send him a voice memo and they're like hey like come out like it'll be really fun and then he was like oh i still need more convincing so i sent a voice memo which is i feel like pretty intimate um not normal to like do that early on and especially with a stranger but I still sent it anyways. And I wasn't drunk, by the way. And then he was like, maybe... The fact that he just like never committed was really difficult because it was always on the fence. So I never knew what was going on for sure. And then finally, he just like 20 minutes later, he sends a text message. And this is like 
it's like almost 11 o'clock and he's like i'm just so swamped but if you want to come to williamsburg dot 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 and i was like <laughs> i was like are you serious so i told my friends i was like yeah like he w- still wants me to come to williamsburg and then for some reason they were like i'm down we'll go with you annie we'll stay at a bar next to you and we'll let you like go do your thing and then you can just come back to us which is so sweet going there by myself is like a whole thing it's like pretty unsafe it was already really late at night you know the fact that my friends really want to go and they're like down to go with me is so so nice so i texted him and i was like okay i'll go to williamsburg and then i said something that i really is just so out of pocket for me but i only said it because mikey was like you should make it really obvious that you want to see him and like I just don't do that kind of thing I'm like not somebody who will like directly tell someone that I'm interested in them or like like usually I don't compliment people I mean I don't usually compliment guys directly it's just something I just don't do my way of like showing affection is very like tough love like very flirty teasing like in a way so this was really weird but I sent him like I'll go only because you're cute. And I like literally almost threw up in my mouth like when I sent that, but like whatever I sent it. And I said that, but on the, con- this is the second text I sent. I said, but on the condition that after we hang out, like you should meet my friends because they just want to meet you. And then he ghosted me. That was it. Like he didn't respond the entire night. And I thank God didn't leave to Brooklyn. Um, that would have been just... <laughs> so bad so I never left and I think after going through that whole thing and like looking back on like what happened I definitely think he just wanted to hook up and that was his intentions and I didn't ask him like what his intentions were for a few reasons so my original plan was to text him as soon as possible before we hung out what his intentions were like was he looking for just a hookup because if that was what he was looking for I was not going to give him that and I wanted to make it clear so that we were both not wasting our time but I didn't end up sending it because he ghosted me Wednesday and Thursday and then Friday was just like really out of the blue and so last minute that I just didn't have time to like even ask but then also I ended up meeting with a friend before I was going to meet up with him and she's been on the dating apps and she has done it for many months and she's probably the most experienced friend that I know and I asked her about that I was like should I ask him if he wants to hook up if that's his intentions and she was like I really recommend like not doing that just because it comes off it could be kind of offensive and it could be really forward because some guys are actually just you know, trying to meet people. And like, if you ask that, it's pretty like forceful and like, like overstepping in a way. And I was like, okay, like that's fair. I've never done this before. I've never used dating apps. So like she was like someone I quote unquote looked up to in when it came to like this area. I really should have just asked. I'm pretty sure his answer would have been to hook up. And I know like it was a pretty big ask for like the first date to have him meet my friends it's a lot of pressure i know like i would freak out if i were in his shoes if i had to meet with his friends but in a way it was like me kind of protecting myself because 
if it were to be a hookup, like I had an out where I could just be like, like I'm going to my friends, like do you want to meet my friends? So that like, I didn't end up being a hookup. Especially since it was just so late at night. I was like, what else are we going to do besides hooking up? So yeah, the most like painful thing was just having certain expectations and having those expectations just be completely wrong. So here are a list of things I just did not expect from using Hinge. Like, I don't know if this applies to Tinder or any other dating app, but first off, how much work goes into actually using the dating app? In the beginning, I expected it to be a lot of work to just set up the profile. Like, I thought that that was the most work that you had to put into it. And then the easy part was just swiping on people and then, like, talking, then meeting up with them. But no, it's actually a crap ton of work from the beginning to the end. You, The profile setup is, like, a lot because it's, like, how do you properly represent yourself and, like, show the best version of yourself so that, you know, people find you attractive and you actually match with people. And then the other part is talking to people. And talking to people is a whole thing because you meet weirdos. You meet people who ghost you. You meet people who just don't continue the conversation that well. You don't know really how to start conversations when it comes to, like, swiping on people's profiles. Sometimes, like, you're literally competing with other people who are also swiping on them and you know some people like can't just respond to everybody so it's like you have to stand out against the crowd and like figuring out what to say without being like too much creepy or weird all of that is a lot of work and sometimes it takes a lot of work to just like think about that and then like you wait to get matched and then when you get matched you have to like maintain like multiple conversations eventually you somehow go on a date and it's like the risk of the date it's like are they somebody that's going to be creepy like is it going to be safe figuring that out and also planning the date itself and during this entire like process like you don't even know if this person's going to ghost you at any time you don't know if they're going to catch you off guard you have to do your own research well I recommend doing your own research that's what I did at least on each person that I ended up talking to so that I knew that I wasn't getting catfished and that like I knew what I was getting myself into and I had more context like this whole thing oh my god it's just so much work to the point where I'm just like you know what it's actually honestly way more worth it for me to just meet a stranger and like go up to them grow some balls and just like talk to them and hopefully it leads to something that work that goes into doing in person is way less and less risky and like less painful than doing it on a dating profile which is something I really didn't expect to say at the end of this and then something else is before you download this app it's like actually super important that you don't rely on male validation or female validation I am like proud enough to say that I have worked my way up to the point where I have a strong foundation to like fall back on it's like not the strongest obviously like like it caught me off guard and it was confusing and like painful to navigate getting ghosted and things like that like it was just really weird and like I really didn't know what that meant but at the same time I was still pretty good like I wasn't that upset when things just didn't work out I was just mainly confused that's when I realized you're gonna be talking to a million people or just multiple people and these conversations 
can go multiple ways and like it's pretty likely that you can get hurt from the conversation not going well people ghosting you you're not getting matched with majority of the people that you swiped on that's something that i felt like was really necessary like it's actually pretty painful to use this app it's it can really ruin your ego and your self-esteem and your self-worth if you don't have a strong foundation and lastly something i didn't expect is hinge versus tinder so tinder has a reputation for having people who are mainly looking to hook up like yes you're gonna have people who want other things but it's mainly a hookup app but then hinge is mainly an app known for dating somebody and getting to know people people still use hinge to hook up but it's mainly for dating that makes it way more confusing i thought i was doing myself service by downloading hinge and not downloading tinder because i was looking to not hook up and what i realized is because there's still a pretty good chance that there are people looking to hook up like you pretty much don't know what people's intentions are unless they say it on their profile or they tell you so every time i was talking to somebody i was like is this person looking to hook up or not and like i wanted to ask every single time so that was really confusing because i had to read into everyone's messages and be like is your intention to hook up or are you actually looking to like meet me and like date And that leads to advice. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt again because I've only used Hinge and also I've used it for literally less than a week and it's been terrible, but. First is just ask (laughs) what their intentions are. Not the first question, but like after you realize like they're kind of normal and the banter is pretty good and you like the conversation, like then before you meet them like please ask what their intentions are if you yourself know that you want a certain thing from this app like if you know you want not a hookup if you want to date somebody like ask the intention right away so you're not wasting your time and it's going to be a little bit awkward yes um to ask such a forward question but you know your time and energy is worth way more than that so just get over with it obviously their answer could be a lie which would be terrible but at least you could have like some kind of filter for a majority of the people the second thing is set boundaries so you don't overdo it and when i say boundaries i mean boundaries for using the app if especially if you're somebody who's who can be easily hurt from using the app i would definitely say like before you get onto the app tell yourself like i'm only going to open it for an hour a day like set a time limit on it i'm only going to open it after work or something like that um or i'm only going to talk to one person at a time so i'm not overwhelmed like whatever boundaries you need to set so that you are not crying and like mentally in a really bad state at the end (laughs) like set those boundaries it's really important because once you get into the app it's pretty easy to get addicted It didn't really happen to me this time because I knew I've actually downloaded Hinge before, but I did it for like complete shits and giggles. Like I was just doing it to like swipe on people and just to see what, you know, who was in the city. And I didn't talk to anyone. I didn't go on dates with anybody when I downloaded it the first time a while ago. And that's where I realized like, oh, whoa, it's like pretty addicting. Like you can spend a good amount of time like swiping on people every day on this app coming into it this time 
I really detached myself from the app and I took it really slow with like responding to people. The other piece of advice is you should work on yourself before you download a dating app. It's like a whole beast. Like I feel like it's really important to do this so that you don't take things personally because everyone's doing it left and right. Like it's hard to keep up a lot of conversations. So they're going to pick out the conversations or the people that they find that they're most into and they're going to continue those but they're going to ghost or like completely just you know avoid conversations with people they aren't that into and like you cannot take offense to that because we are all living you know busy lives and have other things to prioritize and we're all meeting strangers so when you're meeting a stranger you're not going to put in that much effort to get to know them you really don't know what you're expecting like i would put in a crap ton of effort to please to meet with my close friends right but i would do jack shit for a stranger i'd rather give that time to somebody else and that's just general laws and physics for humans right so you can't take it personally but sometimes you can't help but take it personally which is why it's important that you work on yourself beforehand so that you have a strong foundation and that could be done in a million ways but highly recommend doing that i should probably do an entire episode on like how to validate yourself and how to build your own self-esteem so you don't you know rely on others but anyways moving on the very last piece of advice is do your research. I found out that a lot of people, like it varies, guys and girls, a lot of people don't do research and a lot of people do. So I would recommend being on the side of doing research and like searching them up on LinkedIn, searching them up on as many social media platforms as you can find, like anything on them. Um, it's pretty easy if you have their school their career and their name you can pretty much find anybody and if you can't find them like ask friends to help you find them stay anonymous while you do this so that they, they don't get creeped out that you're like looking them up i did this so that i just didn't freaking get catfished um because let me just say i've gotten catfished and it's only been less than a week and their hinge profile was completely different than their other profiles and Thank God I did the research because after seeing their social media, I was like, okay, like I can do this. Like they might be extremely different than their hinge profile, but like I'm like fine with it. If I hadn't done that and I had just met them, I would have really been caught off guard. I felt like I've been talking for a while. And as you can tell, again, I've, I still have like half a voice. Um, I've lost it from this past weekend. I've I think I've just been sick for the past week. Anyways, hope you guys have a good rest of your week. I don't know if I'm going to keep the app or not, so I'll keep you guys updated. This might be the only episode I have on dating on Hinge, but we'll see. Anyways, bye!